instead of asking yourself how you could steal customers from the competition, consider that there is room for everyone. Their success has nothing to do with you, and it does not decrease your chances of doing exactly what it is that you want to do. You're listening to the Start Right Now podcast. I'm your host, Chloe McKenzie, and I'm glad you're here for the epic conversations that will take you from aspiring to actualizing your dreams. Let's get started right now. Welcome back to episode 30 of the Start Right Now podcast. I hope your week is off to an amazing start and your new year for that matter. We are actually almost at the end of January. So that probably means some of those shiny new goals, maybe they're starting to lose a bit of their gloss and maybe it's starting to get real that you got to put a lot of work in to get exactly where you want to go. But the good news is if you are being consistent, I'm sure you're starting to see even a 1% improvement in your results. So keep at it. I am rooting for you and I am right there with you. Now, speaking of that love affair with those big goals, There was something that I've wanted to talk to you guys about for weeks now. And you'll hear a little bit more about how this particular topic shows up for me. But let's start somewhere where I think we can all relate. Speaking of those big goals that some days we feel so motivated to move towards, so excited about the possibilities and the opportunities, and just so jazzed. I know if you're anything like me, Maybe right after you have this spark of doubt, or maybe you have this flash of feeling insecure about it or thinking to yourself, what the heck am I even doing? You've logged onto your computer, you're starting to do all this visioning and mapping and you're making notes and you open up your browser onto your social media page and in your feed, you're seeing somebody pop up and they're doing the same thing that you're thinking about doing oh gosh, you've been thinking about putting this e-commerce store together and oh man, somebody else I know just did something similar. You're thinking about coaching, life coaching, fitness coaching, and somebody else pops up and they're doing some of the exercises you were thinking about doing. Oh geez. Maybe in that moment you have this feeling of why should I even put myself out there? Somebody else is doing what I want to do. There's no space for me. Let's say you're trying to put together the pieces for a career change and what you need to do to make a big move. And then as you're starting to work through your plan, boom, you hit a roadblock. Boom, you hit another roadblock. And now you're cursing the universe like, man, everything is just working against you right now. Maybe you've been sitting and really thinking about what is your vision? What do you want for your life? And you've got this in vivid detail crystal clear vision of what you'd like to do, who you'd like to be, what it looks like, what it feels like. And all of a sudden you also have these thoughts of, but I don't have the money, but I don't have the time to make that happen, but I don't have the resources to be able to put the plan together and to be able to actually do the thing I feel called to do. Yuck, what is this mess in our head? What is this talk that is slowing us to a stop sometimes? What is the source of this track that we are playing back of the reasons why we can't get to where we want to go? It's the topic for today, and it's a scarcity mindset. A recent conversation I was having with a small business owner is actually what really inspired this episode and how it came together. But today we're going to talk about how a scarcity mindset is showing up not only in your entrepreneurial goals, 
Maybe it's in the way that you're approaching relationships. Maybe it's in the way that you are approaching collaborating with others. Maybe it's in the way that you're thinking about money and how you bring in money to sustain your life and the things that you want to do. But it's going to be a really good opportunity for you to get clear, no matter how true this is for you, on how you can shift from a scarcity mindset to the other end of the spectrum, an abundance mindset. So the principle of a scarcity mindset versus an abundance mindset really comes from Stephen Covey's classic book, The Seven Habits of Highly Effective People. And the long and short of it is a scarcity mindset is the belief that there will never be enough, whether it's money or food or emotions or something else. And as a result, the actions that you take every day are always coming from this place of lack, of protection, of conservation. Instead of believing that there is enough and plenty to go around, you have this fear of coming up short or losing. Basically, you're playing not to lose versus playing to win. An abundance mindset then is on the other end of the spectrum. An abundance mindset is one that allows you to believe there is lots of opportunity out there for you. There is space for you. And it really stems from gratitude and appreciating the things that you have, knowing that more is available to you. Now, before you click out of this and think this episode is a little bit too woo-woo for you and you're looking for some specific tactics, Chloe, where's my list of things to do today? I promise you there's a lot in here that applies to you if you're an ambitious person and if you are a creative person. So let's get into this. Now, I was talking to a small business owner recently. They're running a business in a small community and they've recently started to offer a new service in their business that makes them the only one in this geographical area that can do this thing. But the small business owner is totally overwhelmed with processing these orders and fulfilling them. Doing this service day and night solo in their business. So I asked, hey, have you considered maybe hiring and training somebody else up that can help you do these jobs and provide these services? Their response was, uh, I don't want to be training my competition how to do this stuff. I don't want them to turn around and start offering the service that I offer and start to take my clients. That would put me out of business. Hmm, I thought that is a perfect example of scarcity mindset. It shows up as seeing people around you as a source of competition versus an opportunity for collaboration. And a lot of entrepreneurs treat their competitors like they are mortal enemies, adversaries to be feared and crushed. And we can get so wrapped up in protecting our share of the market, our product, our secret sauce, our lessons that we teach. To that business owner, I didn't say this in the moment, but here's what an abundance mindset looks like as a business that is providing a service in a community that is new, that people have never seen before. Imagine if they were to partner with other small businesses that could refer them as a service provider. Imagine how many more leads they would get. Imagine the opportunities for mutual benefit, more jobs coming their way, and your partners are also getting a payout. They're getting a commission potentially. 
Imagine now you're creating a network of people that you could train to take on more jobs and to become a leader in the community, knowing that you are the specialist in this area. Imagine the time that you'd be able to free up for yourself if you weren't in the weeds, in the minutia of your business, taking on orders and could be better spent thinking of new opportunities, new services that you could be even providing in your business. This is such a common struggle and it comes from a place of scarcity. It can feel really scary to feel like you are giving away all of your trade secrets, but it's a trap that new entrepreneurs fall into all the time. This trap of trying to protect knowledge, but there's so much more you can provide in terms of value to others when you're willing to share. If you want to be a successful business at the heart of it, is a desire to provide value and help your customer. It's a myth to think that giving more away means that people will be less likely to buy from you. Think about yourself. If you were on Instagram, let's say you're looking for a personal trainer or you're looking for somebody to provide a service and you see different people coming up in your feed. One is somebody that is teaching you exercises, showing you routines, showing you what they eat, showing you what their diet looks like. And the other is not doing those things. Who are you more likely to engage with? Who would you be more likely to buy from? And further, as you learn more and more from this person, are you more likely or less likely to buy from them as you spend more time learning with them? Of course, you're more likely to buy from the person that is teaching you more. It doesn't feel like a trade-off of, oh, I could be getting this for free. It feels like, wow, this person is super knowledgeable. If this is their free stuff, imagine what their paid stuff is. Imagine how good it is and how much impact that's going to have for me. A big misconception as well is that more competitors in a space is bad. Today, if you are trying to start a business and you can't yet identify people that are doing your business, it may actually be an indicator that this is not a successful business, potentially, maybe, maybe not. But competition and other people doing what you're doing shows that there is a market for what you are trying to sell. It shows that there are customers ready to buy because other people are creating a business around it. It would be crazy to think that as you look at the competitor to your left and to your right in a world of billions of people that man, they're taking my customers. They are stealing my livelihood. There's so much opportunity. It's also probably a bit naive to think that we have the most original idea in the world that nobody else has ever seen or dreamt of or come up with or tried or tested. Somebody may very well have, and that's okay. There is still room for you. There is still something unique and special that only you bring to the table. The way you offer your services your personality, your energy, the way you put that boot camp together, the way you speak on your podcast, your laugh, your spirit. That's you. That's the opportunity. Nobody can take that away from you. Have confidence in that fact. There's so much to go around. Perfect example. Have you ever bought an item, the same type of item from more than one place? Of course you have. So instead of asking yourself how you could steal customers from the competition, consider that there is room for everyone. Study the people that are doing what you are doing and take notes on what they're doing well so you can better understand how you might bring value to this same target audience. 
and be open to the possibilities of collaborating and working together. You might be surprised at just how many opportunities you can create together. That is way more than the sum of the parts. Now, I know this is easier said than done, right? It's very common to feel envious of others' success. Social media makes that a very real thing. We know that we're constantly seeing other people's highlight reel. We know that we're seeing their results without the grind underneath it. We know that people are quicker to speak about their success and results than the places where they failed and struggled and were challenged, right? So don't be triggered by what you see and let that be something that makes you feel as though you can't have that thing. Their success has nothing to do with you. And it does not decrease your chances of doing exactly what it is that you want to do, even if you're offering exactly what they're offering. This used to be me. As an ambitious person, there were so many things that I wanted to do. And I know that I have the skills. I just need to put them together, right? But seeing other people do them and do them more quickly than I, I was triggered. I was triggered. But over time, as I've started to really embrace an abundance mindset and trust in the gifts that I have, when I see somebody doing something I want to do now, the first thing I do is reach out and congratulate them. I say, hey, sis, love what you're doing. Congratulations. I know the hustle it must have taken for you to get there. I'm cheering 10 times harder for the people that I see doing exactly what I want to do. And I humble myself and say, how can I learn from you? How can I study what you're doing? How can I be of service to you so we can build together? There's so much more opportunity available when we focus on collaboration over competition. Okay, where else is scarcity showing up in your life? Let's talk about scarcity and money. A scarcity mindset when it comes to money and earning in your career may be the reason that you are right now working with clients or customers that are burning you out. Maybe you're doing work that you really hate doing and are trying to transition out of, but you can't seem to pull the plug and find a way out. People who are operating from a place of scarcity don't trust in their abilities to create new opportunities. You feel stuck. What if this is the only customer I have? How am I going to pay the bills? And you're drained and you're sucked into doing something that is causing you to mentally spiral. Every second and period of time that you're spending working on these things because you feel that you have to, because you feel that they are your only options, it's keeping you from creating mental space and physical time to work on the things that are truly in your sweet spot, on the work that calls you, on purpose-filled careers and businesses, right? If you trust in your ability to create new opportunities, of which there are a lot There is so much richness that can come out of that. A scarcity mindset looks like belittling our experiences or thinking only in the frame of our job title, especially for people who are working nine to five. You feel like you don't have new opportunities because, well, your title is your title. I'm just this. I'm just an account manager. I'm just a graphic designer. I'm just a business analyst. So you feel stuck in trying to tie yourself to opportunities that are based around that title. But if you really started to unpack 
all the ways that you bring value in your role. Let's say as an account manager at a a marketing company, you are the main person in communication with clients. You are sourcing assets, you're managing programs, you're preparing presentations, you're pitching, you're selling, you're planning events, you're creating mood boards, you're managing teams. There's so many different skills and experience that you have acquired under this title. Abundance is taking pride in all that you bring to the table and what you have to offer regardless of that title. When it comes to money, are you constantly just thinking about what's the minimum I need to make to pay these bills? What do I need to stay afloat? Constantly making that dream number of how much you'd like to earn smaller and smaller because you think maybe you won't get there. And so you start to play small. Let's do better. Let's aim higher and try to get there and believe that we actually can because there's so much opportunity. Instead of thinking about how are you going to scrape your pennies, how are you going to spend less, let's think in abundance here. How in your side hustle can you increase your sales? How can you build a new income stream? How can you create more value and give your business more visibility? Are you going to bundle products together? Are you going to make custom orders? Are you going to start teaching how you make the thing you're making in your business? Think bigger. Be open. What about scarcity in your relationships? We've all hung on to a relationship or a friendship that was causing us stress or grief, or we know that we're being treated like crap, but the thought of being alone or the thought of not finding somebody better than your current partner is scary. But in the meantime, you're there suffering because you're scared of the alternative that you'll end up alone, alone in a world of 7 billion people. There's so many ways that we can focus on not being enough. I want to challenge you to confront where in your life, where in your business, where in your plans, this is showing up for you and change your focus. Focus on what you want. And make a plan where your words are not if, if I get there, but when. What does your action look like when you're using the word when and you've decided what you want is what you will get? Instead of looking at what's not working, focus on what is possible. This is where action becomes really important. The show is really all about taking action because even if you don't get there, This growth mindset, this abundance mindset, it's the understanding that the steps was worth it because there was learning there. There was something of value for you there. The world is full of people that are going to tell you that you don't measure up in some way, shape, or form. We don't need to be the ones that are dishing this out for ourselves. We don't need to be preparing the situation to prove ourselves right if we're betting on falling short. It's so much more vulnerable to think about all these amazing things that could be for you. It's a lot easier to play small than it is to dream big, I tell you that. But you have to be the one that believes in the possibilities for your life. You were given these gifts for a reason. You have this spark, this curiosity, this vision on your heart for a reason. So don't let go of it. Are you ready to shift into an abundance mindset? I've got some homework for you. I'm betting that there is someone in your life, maybe you know them well, maybe you don't, 
that is doing something that you want to do, has something that you want to have, and maybe it's triggered you in some way. Maybe a potential awesome connection is in your mind as a person to compete with. Maybe a potential friend is in your mind as an adversary. Maybe a potential person you could be learning a lot from is someone who you're guarding and protecting your ideas against. So my homework for you as we shift from this thinking of scarcity mindset to abundance mindset, I want you to reach out to that person. I want you to tell them that you respect and admire them for what they've accomplished. I want you to congratulate them. I want you to genuinely be happy for them and start breaking down these walls of you versus them, win versus lose. We can all win together. And if you're feeling up for it after doing this, maybe you even invite them to connect on a call, on a Zoom, find ways to collaborate and learn from each other. Bring what you bring to the table that's unique to them. How can you be of value and how can you work together for mutual benefit? That's my message for you today and I really hope it's gonna make an impact for you this week, this month, and this year on the things that you want to accomplish. Share this with a friend that you know needs it. And if you're not already subscribed, make sure you hit that subscribe button so we can chat every week about big juicy topics just like this. You know the drill. Let's get started right now.